Thanks for joining with me. I have Tony Bridwell. He is the Chief People Officer for Ryan LLC. Tony, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. All right. Give us some background on you, what it is that you do, the Chief People Officer, and then I want to talk about the books and the message in each one of these Yeah, books. absolutely. Uh, you know, Chief People Officer is kind of a unique role. Most people don't call it that. Right. It's traditionally called Chief Human Resource Officer, the head of HR. Right, so I get to play the role of being the head people dude for a global organization. Everything in the life cycle of, of a team member, right? So finding them to ultimately promoting them to alumni, everything that's involved in that life cycle, it, it falls into my wheelhouse. Okay. Yeah. That gives, gives you the impetus to write the in-depth description of each one of the books. Tell yeah. us about the books, and then I want to know your, your latest book. Yeah, so the, the, the books are, it's, it's referred to as the Maker Series, right? So... Uh, several years ago, I wrote the very first one, The Difference Maker, um, and they're all leadership stories, so they're parables. Uh, you know, you and I had a conversation not too long ago that I, I tend to write in parables instead of the traditional business book format. Uh, you know, seven of this, 12 of that, three of this, and I, I, I always felt like we were giving people all the answers, right? And if I give you all the answers, then am I really becoming an enabler and not letting you think so I chose this genre of writing in, in, in a leadership parable format to where you, you get involved in these characters and these stories and through the challenges that they face, you, you find these leadership nuggets throughout there. So it all started with The Difference Maker. And that was really a leadership story of friendship and faith. And it was about mentoring um, and, and really honing in on those key people in your life. And then it built from there. Uh, the Kingmaker came next. The Kingmaker was a book about purpose uh, and integrity. And, uh, you know, I, at the time I was the chief people officer at Brinker International, which owns Chili's and Maggiano's. You know, we had 60,000 people uh, that I was responsible for. And we went on this huge initiative to understand our purpose. And what we discovered through that process is um, it's important that a corporation has a purpose, but it's even more important that individuals understand how to connect to that purpose. And so that book kind of led through there, and it's a story of characters and, and how they came to that discovery along the way. From there, the newsmaker came next, and that was really uh, a leadership story on honor and love. And I, my editor tried desperately to talk me out of using this word on the front of my book. He said, don't put the word love on the front of a business book. Nobody will buy it. And so, okay, so maybe he was partly right, but it did pretty well. The book did pretty well. We don't have enough conversations in the corporate setting around compassion and empathy at the levels that we really should. So I felt that there was a story and a conversation that needed to be had. And so that book um, helped start that conversation. And the new one that just came out just recently is The Changemaker. Um, this one is really a leadership story about courage and character. Uh, you know, we hire, you know, several hundred people a year. At Brinker, I was hiring somewhere in the neighborhood of 35,000 people a year. At Ryan, our footprint is a little bit different. Uh, you know, we're global at, at Ryan. And I have offices in 10 different countries around the world. And we have a very large presence in India, Hyderabad, India. And so I was doing a commencement speech 
um, earlier in the year in Hyderabad at one of the universities that we recruit from. And, you know, the conversation was that with all of the learning that you've been given, never stop learning, number one. But two, if you, if you spend any time working on anything going forward, invest in your character. You know, um, we hire on character. You know, there, we, have, we have three lenses that we look through when we bring in talent. And I think this is so important. I'm having these conversations at the university level now on just an ongoing basis. You know, we look at, we call it the three C's, right? The first is we look through a lens of competency. Can you do the role we're asking you to come in and do, right? Do you have the competency, right? Okay. Um, then we look at culture. Can you breathe in our ecosystem, right? Is the way that you're wired going to work well in our ecosystem, in our culture. And then finally, we look at character. Um, does what you say line up with what you do? And those are, those are really important because we're such a high integrity organization that we can't afford to have people that say one thing but do something else come into our, over our organization. It would just chew us up. It was such an important conversation because um, two years ago, I went out into the marketplace and I talked to all the big assessment companies and I said, um, I, w I want an assessment on character. I want to start measuring this inside the organization. Um, Michael, it was crazy because every single one of them came back and told me the same thing. Define character and we'll write you an assessment. And, and all of a sudden what we're realizing is that when did character become relative? I mean, when all of a sudden do we have all these different definitions on what it means to be a person of character. So I, I thought that it was important to have that conversation. And so I wrote the book um, about courage and character. And again, wrapping it around a, a series of characters in this book that struggle with this, that have to deal with this, and they deal with people um, uh, of, of all different levels of character in, in the story and how they deal with that and some ideas and some tips um, that you get in, you get involved in these characters, and you learn from the stories. Uh, we've been hardwired this way for thousands of years to learn from stories. And so that's, that's, how, that's how the Maker series came along. It seems to me that character and culture can almost be a moving target because different cultures have different characters. 100%. And I wanted to understand how you get down into... Yeah because the people are made up of different layers. Yep, absolutely. You've got to be able to break through those layers in a point at the point that brings it out. How did you do that? Yeah, so it's 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 a great question and you're absolutely right. Different cultures and when we talk about culture, you can talk about culture in a couple different ways. Obviously, you have the big culture, country culture, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have organizational culture. Um, I mean, culture as we define it is the is the way people, you know, think, feel, and act, right? So that's kind of culture. But when you look at it on a broad spectrum, um, one of the universities in town, um, I'm good friends with one of the deans, and he said, you know, we were really struggling with some of our students, from, international students from certain parts of the world around plagiarism. And mm -hmm. I went, really? Talk, talk to me about that. And he said, well, in certain parts of the world, copying someone else's work is considered a sign of respect. That it's like, I respect you so much that I wanna copy what you've done to show respect. Now look, if you were raised that way your whole life, then that becomes part of your DNA. It becomes part of the culture that you were raised in. And all of a sudden you come to a country to where 
you know, intellectual property, we spend billions of dollars every year protecting intellectual property, and you come to a university and it says right there that, you know, plagiarism is not, you don't even, this word doesn't even respond in your brain at that point. Exactly. And, and so for them, it, it doesn't seem as if they're doing anything incorrect. Right. Because they were, they were never taught anything different. And so when we work around the world, we have to understand the cultures that we're working in but we also understand have to understand that we work in a global environment, a global business environment, and that if you if you're going to work for a global U.S. company, that there's certain values. And so, what we've learned right off the bat is that we have to start teaching day one what those values look like and why it's important this way. It's not that um, I want to change who you are. I just want you to be able to breathe inside the ecosystem of the business world that you're having to operate in on a global basis. It's, and, and we don't pay enough attention to it, I think, at times globally, but what we're finding is that we need to start teaching it sooner rather than later. Do you think that that should be kind of a, you know, just a, an integrated curriculum in early school? Oh, I would, yes. Far later than saving it for B school or on, anything else? On, 100%, yes. And um, even now when you start looking at some of the, you know, B-school curriculum that they're, that they're teaching, um, there's a class maybe, you know. Um, well, I'm always, I always smile when I see the ones that say business ethics 101 or whatever the case may be. Right. And, and I scratch my head on that. It's like, is there a, is, does there have to be a business ethic or can there not just be an ethic? <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. It's like, yes, you're in business, so you need to have this kind of ethic. Does that mean that I have a different ethic if I go someplace else? It's just, what are the what are the ethics and what are the character? And what's happening is more and more is it's just becoming relative. That it's like that's my point. Yeah, it's it's like, well, you know, what's good for you isn't good for me, and so therefore, look, we get in a lot of trouble from a business standpoint if integrity starts to become relative. Exactly, I know. Give us the take-home message from this book that you want everybody to know. Yeah, so character is something that we should work on every single day. I've, I, I've tried to instill this in my kids from the time they were old enough to understand. Um, we should spend a lifetime protecting and developing and enhancing and strengthening our character, who we are as an individual. Um, there's, there's been some decent research out there. Um, I see it as an opportunity to create an what's referred to as an authentic influence, that your character stems out of, um, I would say, three anchors, right? Sincerity, clarity, and compassion. Those three anchors, uh, if you can anchor around those three items, that you can build an ongoing character that creates what I refer to as an authentic influence. Because look, you have two, you have two people that you have to deal with um, on a regular basis, the person that um, is what I refer to as forced authority, um, this is the person in positional power. I have a title, and so, th so therefore I can tell you what to do, when to do, and how to do. Positional power, and that can force authority upon you. However, um, we don't always have that luxury of having the title, but yet we have to get something done. And so how do I develop an authentic influence that is so strong that people will follow where I need them to go, regardless of my title. And, and, and I truly, truly, truly believe that that comes from 
a strong character um, anchored in these three areas of sincerity, clarity, and compassion. I would call that the hallmark of leadership. I, I, that, that would be good. good. Thanks for be being good. a guest. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. All right, you've been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba. Thank, us, thank you for joining with us. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.